My name is Brian Strigler. Again, if uh, somehow you don't know me or you don't know how to pronounce that last name because it's weird, I'm Brian. This is uh, Strigler Photography, and I am here to give you random wedding information and talk for like, I don't know, 20 minutes about a topic that hopefully will help you with planning your wedding and making sure your wedding is wonderful. So, on the menu today, we are talking about what to expect from your wedding DJ. Um, the past two weeks, I've covered other things. I talked about what you should expect from your venue and what you should expect from your wedding photographer. Um, so, I'm continuing this, going to talk about your DJ. I mean, if I continue this process, I may talk about your uh, wedding coordinator or planner. I don't know. I, I haven't decided how long I'm going to stay on this track. Um, also decided that these videos are going to be every other week. So just expect expect uh, two a month, something like that. So if you have topics you'd like me to cover, feel free to reach out and tell me what I should be talking about. So anyway, let's jump into it. What to expect from your wedding DJ. What to expect from your wedding DJ? Um, I don't know. DJs, I mean, I think DJs kind of are like any other wedding vendor. They're, you know, very different from one to the next. You know, just like venues are very different from one to the next. Photographers are very different from one to the next. DJs are the same thing. Um, and, you know, it's important to find out what to expect from them. So you don't go in with these certain expectations and then be disappointed when they do something completely different than what you thought they were going to do. Um, and that's why we've been talking about this for the past, this is the third week. Um, it's important to have expectations that are realistic and make sure you are hiring someone um, knowing what to expect from them, knowing what they are going to do and how they're going to do it and what you're going to get from it. Um, and honestly, I mean, a lot of it is on you. I mean, you are the person hiring them. So it's your job to make sure they're going to give you what you want. You know, you can't get mad at someone um, if you didn't like ask them, are you going to do this? You can't get mad at them if you know, so trying to find out the expectations, but this is something else we also talked about as soon as my thing decides to switch. There it goes. Um, you know, it is different from one DJ to the next, but still there are, there should be these things called like professional norms, which is a broad category of things you should be able to expect from every DJ, from every photographer from every wedding venue, from every caterer, or whatever. So even though there are things that are going to be different from one to the next, um, you still should have these core expectations that they should be able to fulfill. Okay, if they if they can't fulfill them or they tell you they won't, then that may not be the professional that you are looking for, and you probably should hire someone else. Um, so some of them are expectations. Some of them are skills. So, you know, like for a wedding photographer, they don't know how to use, if they don't own Photoshop or don't know how to use Photoshop, you probably shouldn't hire them. Um, you know, if, well, we'll talk about DJs in a minute. Um, venues, if, if they're, if they don't legally have all the requirements, like 
fire exits and sprinklers, then you probably don't want to hire them. The unfortunate thing as far as like, or, uh, you know, all of this is there's not an organization or a test that people have to pass to be a professional DJ or wedding photographer or whatever, you know, like with teachers, you can't teach unless you actually have a degree and you went through a program and you passed tests. You know, anybody can just be like, I'm a wedding DJ. I'm a wedding photographer. Um, so it's unfortunate that you have to kind of protect yourself, but you need to make sure that they have these basic expectations, skills, whatever. Um, so you will be protected because, you know, not all of them do. So let's start. My screen will switch. I don't know why it keeps doing that. There you go. Let's start with equipment. So, I mean, equipment would be big for a lot of different things. We talked about it with wedding photographers as well. Um, you need equipment to do a job in a lot of situations. Um, a DJ's equipment is very different than a photographer's, of course. But if someone says they're a DJ, a professional DJ, then they should have certain things to be able to do their job correctly. Like, if they tell you that they don't have their own speakers, I don't even know what to say to that. Be like, uh, well, how are you going to play the music? I'm just going to turn. I'm just going to turn my uh, turn it up real loud on my Bluetooth speaker. So I, I'm talking about like professional speakers, not like some little box thing that they bought. Um, it's like big stand up speakers that are going to project the sound throughout the venue. Um, where people can actually hear it, um, they should have a microphone. So, like, I mean, I guess you could be a DJ without a microphone, but I would think that's a very basic thing they should have. So, you know, like when they're making announcements, when they're doing the toasts, they can provide that to the people, and it works with their equipment. Um, they should also have a bunch of different cords for dealing with different situations. They should have some kind of table of their own. They shouldn't just uh, show up and expect a table to be provided for them or something to put all their equipment in or whatever. They should have that stuff to take care of. Um, now, a lot of DJs, or not a lot, I mean, there might be a few DJs out there that'd be like, well, I just, you know, I, uh, I just use what the venue provides. So I just use their built-in sound and I use their built-in speakers and microphones which you know i guess you could get away with in some places but you know a dj a professional dj needs to be prepared to go and perform in every different situation you know every different place so just you know ex sitting there and expecting to the venue to provide you with stuff is not professional you need to have the equipment to be able to do it. Now, the next one, I, I honestly am not sure, but I would assume that most DJs would need this. Some kind of lighting system. Um, you know, nothing gets the dance party going like 500 green dots shooting everywhere. Uh, I joke about that. I mean, uh, I know DJs like to use their lights and all the different stuff to make the dance party party feel and everything um it's just sometimes with photos the dot things are really annoying but that's okay 
because um, they do what they need to do and whatever. So maybe a, some kind of lighting system to really make the party work. Um, they also need backup equipment. We talked about this with wedding photographers. Crap happens. Stuff breaks. If you only have one microphone and it stops functioning, you are screwed. If uh, one of your speakers goes out, you are screwed. If a cord goes out, whatever. They need to have backup equipment in case something happens. Um, I mean, the big DJ company in my area, I mean, I don't know how many speakers the dude probably has. Probably like 30 or 40 stored in different places. Um, we'll talk about something related to that in a minute. But having a lot of equipment to make sure you always be able to perform if something breaks. It also needs to be professional quality equipment. We already mentioned that. So no tiny little speakers. Um, you're not connecting your iPhone. <laughs> you're not connecting your iPhone to something and playing it through that. So you actually have a computer with uh, professional software and different things. Uh, probably a service like subscribing to a service where you have at, legally have access to all the music. And that's another interesting thing people never talk about. When people are like, well, I'm not going to hire a DJ. I'm just going to hook up our phone and play songs. You know, technically what they're doing is illegal. Um, you technically cannot take, like, copyrighted music and just play it in kind of a performance event situation. Um, so, like, DJs actually pay to use all the songs that they're using. So, off of equipment to skills. So what should a wedding DJ be able to actually do? They need to be a people person. I mean, and I would say this goes with any wedding vendor. I mean, you need to be able to interact with people, be friendly, um, be helpful, you know, have information, whatever. Um, a DJ is going to talk with the guests a lot. I mean, they'll come up, the, the guests will be coming up. They'll be interacting with the DJ. They'll be asking questions. They'll be telling them, saying requests of things. Um, so, you know, you need to be friendly. You don't need to be like hiding in the corner, like avoiding everybody. Um, this one is also big. You need to be able to get along with other vendors. Um, I mean, gosh, there have been some DJs that have just, ugh, like, I don't even know how to explain them. Like they just kind of do whatever they want and they don't like actually worry about anyone else. So like there have been times DJs have announced things without even warning me or talking to me. Like all of a sudden they're like, and now it's time to throw the bouquet, everybody. And I'm like on the other side of the room um, doing something not set up at all. And I'm like, seriously, dude, now I've got to run over here and try and do this. Um, I've also had other, I've seen DJs break venue rules. It's like doing things that aren't allowed at the venue which can get like mess up a lot of things and cause a lot of problems. So being able to get along with other vendors, being professional, that's important. Um, a lot of times they're also kind of in charge of the reception as far as the timing of things and making announcements but like, all right, like I said, now we're gonna do the bouquet toss or we're about to do the entrance. Um, in the next 10 minutes, we're gonna do the exit. So just like, you know, keeping things flowing, making sure everything's going the way it should be and uh, announcing those things to the world. And overall, I mean, their biggest thing is to keep the dance uh, floor full. So like, I mean, nobody, 
I mean, not every, nobody, but most people when they're having their wedding want people out there having fun, dancing, having a good time. And it's really depressing when there's like just two kids out there dancing by themselves and no one else wants to dance. Some of that has to do with, you know, some of that has to do with the people at your wedding. So it may not be completely the DJ's fault, um, but a good DJ usually finds ways to get people out there and, you know, get the dancing going. Um, some of it might have to do with the actual situation or the time of day. I mean, there could be a lot of things that affect it, but again, a good DJ should be trying and doing things to get people on the dance floor. So some of that has to do with like playing the right type of music. So like, you know, listening to what people are telling you, um, you know, talking to the bride and the groom beforehand about what kind of music they like seeing how people react so like if you play one song and everybody leaves the dance floor then you know that's not the type of music they're looking for if you play another song and they all run out there and they're really excited and pumped then you know you found kind of the right type of music um interacting if necessary so some djs are very interactive and be like saying things and you know talking doing stuff while the music's playing the some will get out there and actually dance and teach people how to do the different choreographed dances um, there are different games and tricks they can do to get people on the dance floor. The most common ones like the group photo, like we need everybody for a group photo for them. And then on the third photo, they turn on music and they hope everybody stays on the dance floor. Um, but that's probably one of their biggest skills is just, you know, getting people on the dance floor, keeping that dance floor full and making sure people are having a good time. So here's what not to expect. Um, and these are the things, like I said, that, you know, the little differences between between DJs and, you know, while they're still being professional and everything. Um, they don't always have every single song in the world, okay? Um, again, they may be limited by the subscription. They can't just play any random song. They can't just pull it up off of YouTube and play some song. They can't connect to your device and just play whatever song they want so don't get upset if they don't have every single song that you want or that the guests are asking for um following a playlist or request i would not expect them to follow every request that's thrown out there because again they may know that it's not the type of music that everybody else wants and they may know that 90% of the crowd will disappear if they play a certain song um, or following a playlist. I mean, a playlist is kind of like a shoot list for photographers. Um, it's telling them exactly what to do the whole time. And, you know, you hire someone for their skills and what they're capable of doing, not someone who can just who's just going to follow your commands the entire time. Um, so I give your DJ some suggestions, but don't be like, you're going to follow this list of songs and this is all you're going to play because that's like handicapping them where they can't do anything and they can't make any choices. And you're basically taking their skills away from them. Um, not all DJs will show up for the ceremony and do the sound. Um, some will make you pay extra for that. Some include it. So it just depends on the DJ, but don't be like, well, I just thought you would show up and do the sound. No. Um, a lot of DJs are actually companies with multiple DJs. And uh, just because you talked to a certain person and you met with a certain person 
doesn't always mean that's going to be the person that shows up to DJ your wedding. Um, like I was mentioning earlier, there's a DJ company in my area, the biggest DJ company, and he probably has like, I don't know, 10 to 20 DJs that work for him. Um, I see several of the same people over and over again, but then, you know, randomly I'm like, who's this guy? I've never seen him before. Um, so he does have a lot of DJs. And so for some people that may matter, they may really want a certain person because they've met with them, they talked with them. So make sure you find that out. Are you going to be the DJ that's showing up or are you sending someone else? Because I think that's important. Not every DJ is loud and talkative. So not all of them think they're like putting on a grand show like uh, it's a performance and they're not all going to be like and talking and be like, I don't know. Um, And I've seen that. I've seen some DJs who are very out there and like all over the place. And I've seen some that are very quiet and never say a word. If you have a preference, you need to make sure you communicate that and find one that fits what you're looking for. If you want one that's really loud and energetic and crazy, then, you know, that's the type of person you're looking for. If that would scare half your guests, then don't hire that type of person. Um, I don't think there's any other things. I think that's about it. All right, guys. Um, your wedding DJ is going to be one of those people you hire sooner versus later. Um, somewhere after photographer, probably after the coordinator, maybe. And the good news is, like I said, some of the companies have lots of people, so you can usually find a DJ pretty easily. But remember, there are certain things that they need to be able to do. You know, they need to have enough experience, which I didn't even mention. Um, They need to have those skills. They need to have the right equipment. And then after that, you go to those things that, you know, may not be the same for everybody. So like, will they be there for the ceremony? Is this the person that actually is going to show up? Um, What kind of personality do they have? You know, then you find those little things and make sure. But, you know, if if music and all that stuff's important to you, you need to find a DJ that does meet the normal expectations um, that I would say every professional wedding DJ has. Don't hire somebody that's never done it before or don't ask your cousin to do it if it's something super important to you, okay? Again, it kind of falls on you to make these decisions. I'm just trying to provide you with the information of what to look for, what to ask, and all that. Um, so hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully this will help you find the the right DJ for you and to know what to expect from them. So, you know, they're meeting what you expect and you're not disappointed when they don't do something, uh, else. As always, guys, if you have questions, if you want me to talk about something, if there's something I can do to help you, um, I am here, send me a message, comment, whatever, does not matter to me. Um, I may be busy with a bunch of puppies in the next week or so, but you know, they probably sleep most of the time anyway. Also be looking out for some photos of beautiful, precious puppies, Bernie's mountain dog puppies. All right, guys. Um, always remember to laugh, love, repeat, do that over and over again, treat each other well, um, enjoy the moments and, uh, Have fun planning your wedding. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.